afternoon, Mr. Claywell. Good afternoon, Mr. Ham. How are you today, sir? I am fired up and riled up, buddy, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, something burning in you that you just got to get out today? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know it, man. It's, uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, ever since I've been hearing more and more about it, and December the 14th is fastly approaching, and that's when the FCC is going to try to repeal net neutrality, and I think that's a terrible idea. I, I couldn't agree more. <clears throat> I could not agree more. Um, and you know, this episode, this is what we're going to talk about, at least for a little bit. We, we need to get this out there because those of you who are listening, obviously are listening over some internet platform. Indeed. And not only could our little podcast be, um, affected by net neutrality, but pretty much anything you do on the net is going to be... Yeah, affected in some way. Yeah, and what part of your life every day is not touched by the internet in some way? This is true. This is true. So, listeners out there, let me just start off and and apologize. I've got a little bit of a soapbox rant that I'm going to go on here. Um, If you look in the notes in the description, I'll put a timestamp where you can skip past the net neutrality part. We're going to have some (laughs) palate cleansing afterwards. Uh, We're going to talk about some other stuff. But uh, I feel this is very important, and I want to get this out before December 14th. Absolutely. Uh, so we're, we're going to go in on net neutrality. So what is net neutrality? Okay. So basically net neutrality, from what I gather, is um, internet traffic has been, since roughly 2005, considered... Um, just kind of fair and open. Everything has to be treated equally. You can't necessarily charge more or um, play favor to one ISP or one like genre of the internet over another. If you click on Hotmail, it has to have the same uh, net speed as Netflix, as Amazon, as whatever, ESPN. So you basically, it's like a super highway, internet super highway. There's one speed limit and everyone meets that speed limit. Right. So that's kind of what I see with net neutrality. Um, And this is a big deal because we now as a society have been using the net long enough to expect this is the way this is. Um, Yeah. And that's that's kind of what I see here. That's part of it. Part of it is the speed issue. Another part, a totally separate part, but equally important to that is just access in general. So as it stands right now, your internet service provider, locally we have two options, Windstream or Spectrum, formerly Time Warner Cable. That's it. Right. <clears throat> now... What what the what the laws on the books right now state is they have to provide open access to all content on the internet. Right. They can't throttle certain services. They can't filter filter out certain services. That's that's against the law because this is uh, an open, neutral net system. Right. Where where all content is equal. There's no priority, so everything's neutral. Right. <clears throat> so what got all this started? And and 
I, I can tell you right now, here's the spin that's going to come from the cable companies, from Verizon, from Time Warner, Comcast, Windstream, all these people. Here's the spin they're going to say. Well, right now, you're having to pay 60, 70, 50, whatever a month for your internet service. Which is completely open to everything. But, but, we could save you so much money. Because you only go to Hotmail and Netflix. Yeah, so we can sell you this package for $15 a month that only allows you your basic web services package. Right. You're going to get your email, you're going to get your, you know, Facebook, you're going to get these text-only, primarily text-only places, and that's it. And that, yeah, and people and, and people think, well, I, you know, fifteen bucks a month—that's a fourth of what I'm paying now. But people don't. What what you may not realize out there. So let's say some. Let's say you got Facebook. Okay. A lot of the content that you see on Facebook is not hosted on Facebook. No, no, there are links through Facebook's server to other areas of the web. Which, and that's what you're seeing. Which would no longer work under this new system because you've only bought the Facebook package. Right. Right. You haven't paid for the other areas of the internet package. You haven't so bought your YouTube. Effectively your blink out. Huffington Post, right. your MSNBC, <laughs> your CNN, your whatever your preferred media outlets are. You only got Facebook. Right. And Facebook's, <clears throat> if you strip down all the media out of Facebook, right. you're basically looking at Twitter. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. You're, or kids' pictures. From your friends, right? There's not. I mean, you there's know, not a lot that's actually hosted on right. Facebook servers themselves. But what you're going to see is it's not going to filter out those those things. So you're going to see like a post from X organization, and it's just going to be a big broken link in the middle of your page. That's it. Because that you can't. You don't have access to this. We're right. sorry. You haven't paid for this access, so we're going to block this content. Yeah. And. It's going to allow them, and so they're going to try to spin it, that they're going to save you money because you only pay for what you use. But do you really know what you use? No. I don't think most people realize what, what exactly they use. And also, it's, it's, it's just <laughs> it's just so infuriating that they would even try this. So what got all this started was in about... You know, and, and that's what they're saying now. Well, before 2005, we didn't have any problems with this. Well, before 2005, everybody in the country was on dial-up, and it didn't matter. Absolutely. You had America Online as the number one internet service provider right. in the nation, and it was, you go on bing, there. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah, that stuff. So you had that, um, and the content that you were pulling was not nearly as data rich as what we have now, where we are required almost at this point to have some form of high speed internet just to function on the web. Right. Um, you know, so back try, in the so dial up days, yeah, you could have something where it was text based or something like that because you weren't using all of these things where you had flashing everything all the time. Yeah, well, and but but just trying to say that hey, it worked in two thousand five. Why can't it work now? It's because it, in twelve years in computer time, 
you may as well have been it's 100 like 100 years. years. That's, that's like <laughs> saying, well, dirt roads worked just fine for everybody in 1902. Why do we need paved highways? Exactly. Exactly. It's As technology it's, moves along and things progress, te- I mean, realistically, you, you have, have to keep up same, with those you things. You can't have the same standards you had 15, 20 years ago. Right. It's not going to work. Right. <clears throat> So what happened was in 2005, I forget the exact internet service provider, but there was an internet service provider and uh, you may or may not remember this company now. Do you remember Vonage? Oh yeah, I remember Vonage. They were trying to do, they were one of the first big national companies to do voice over IP. Uh So you could ditch your phone and you could have an internet internet based phone service. Right. Kind of like Magic Jack type thing. Yeah. Well, back in the... Back in 2005, there was an internet service provider somewhere. I forget where they were located, but they offered their own worse voice over IP service and nobody would buy it because it was more expensive. It wasn't as reliable. It wasn't as good quality as what Vonage offered. Okay. Well, the ISP was frustrated because they weren't selling their voice over IP service. So they were losing this business to Vonage. So all they did was block Vonage servers on their network. If you were one of their customers, you could no longer access Vonage. So basically, it was like basically, castrating Vonage. Yep. Like digital castration. They it basically was, said, okay, <clears throat> clipped, done. Yeah. And if you were one of their customers who had paid for Vonage's service, now you can't access it because your internet service provider has blocked that from you. Hmm. That's what's going to happen everywhere if net neutrality gets repealed. Right. That's what right. brought this legal change in place. That's why these rules were set. To stop things like to that. To stop this. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that's exactly what's going to happen if <coughs> these if this gets repealed. I mean, why would like your your prime example, Netflix. Every internet service provider in the country hates Netflix because... Because it, it, it absolutely sucks up so much bandwidth. It uses a lot of bandwidth. Not only that, look at how many people are quote-unquote cable cutters right. that drop their television service and only pay for Netflix. Right, because that's... So that's the cable companies see right. this as like competition. It's a threat. Yeah, it's a threat to them. So, hey, you know, you want to watch Netflix... It's going to cost you forty nine ninety nine a month. Yeah. On top of Netflix's nine ninety nine a month. Exactly. You right. want to play your video games? That's another ten dollars a month. Right. You want to you want to play YouTube? That's five dollars a month. You want access to any of these other high media sites? That's going to be an extra charge on your bill. Basically, on top of your subscription that you're paying to the company that's providing you with the content. Right. It is a, it is a premium charge. For something that should and permanent or it should be permanently neutral, but currently is neutral. We basically go out there, we grab these i, uh, we we grab these um, websites, and we we can stream anything that we need to off there or want to off there with just basic unlimited amount of data coming in. It's as, well. Now that depends on your internet service provider. Your internet service true. provider can limit your bandwidth. Right, but I mean that is legal. They can they can restrict the amount of bandwidth you use. That that's still legal. Yeah, but that's but, typically based on their system, not necessarily on the content. Yeah. Well, no, it's totally not on the content. Right. But, but this would change that. And this would change it would and base it, it on the content. Base it on content rather mm-hmm. than you know my our system in this area can't support 
that or you know right. what say well so so the yeah. way it is right now a bit is a bit right and and for anybody that doesn't know a bit is how they measure individual units of data in computers so the way net neutrality is set right now a bit is a bit it doesn't matter if it's a bit of video a bit of text a bit of voice uh, any bit out there on the internet anything on your computer right the your internet service provider right now is not legally allowed to do anything different because of the content of that data. And that's important. Now, this may be all Greek to some people. So I've tried to come up with what I think might be a, a, a simile, a metaphor, another example that might be easier for people to understand. Right. Let's say. So right now, let's say, I don't know, your average person spends $25 a month for water. Okay. That's if you, you know, you pay for so many gallons a month and as long as you stay under that. Yeah. 300 you, gallons a month, you're under 300, it's 25 bucks. Yeah. Whatever period. it is. Yeah. Right. I mean, depending on your area, the rate's different, but yeah. Around here, it's something like that. So, and that's basically the way your internet service works. You're paying so much a month for a pre-allotted amount, typically speaking. Like, right. Like mine is 60 60 meg down, five up. That's what I pay for. Okay. Um, so now let's say all of a sudden your water company decides, well, you know, I mean, yeah, all this water coming into your house, it's all water. But we've noticed that bathing uses a lot more water than, than say, the dishwasher. Washing. Yeah. So <laughs> we don't like that. You're using, that's too much. We don't, we don't appreciate that. So you got you got your your twenty five dollars a month for your water access. We're gonna give you that. But if you want a bath, that's gonna be an extra twenty five dollars a month. Right. <laughs> and and if you don't pay, they shut off the water to your to your bathtub. Right, because they can selectively choose. Because they can selectively choose what kind of what kind of water you get and what kind of where water it goes you don't to get and, all and of where that. it's going. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's exactly what uh, a, that's a really good analogy. I mean that's a good way of looking at it because um, you're right in this. It's it's one of those things where they are going to be able to select the content and charge for it according to what it is. Yeah. Now there might be people out there that are saying. But I don't use the internet that much. And that's true. And that might be true. That might be true for you. But this is going to be bad for everyone. Yeah. So how how could that be? How, what, so here's some examples of how that can be. Let's say, I mean, look, look at everything going on right now. Like, like, let's, let's take one example. Elon okay. Musk. Okay. Okay. He's pushing how many different boundaries in different areas of technology right now? Battery development, space travel, the tunnel machine, electric cars. Like, that's one man. Right. Where did he start? eBay. Okay. An internet-based company. So what if... However many years ago, when that was all set up and started, what if your internet service provider was like, oh, well, we don't like you buying stuff online. We want you to buy stuff from us. We don't want you to buy stuff from eBay. So they We're going to shut that shut down. Shut down eBay. Yeah. 
then look at all like, of the technology that we've all lost. What Amazon? Look at what Amazon's done for retail. Absolutely. <laughs> and I and I don't just mean <clears throat> the amount of money that Jeff Bezos makes, who no. by the way right now is finally yeah. the richest man in the world. Yes, over I saw 100 that billion dollars that now, happened on happened on Black Friday. Well, they pushed him over. He, he uh, yeah, that, so that was the, that was the I mean, Anyway, that's either here or there. He can basically decide how much he's worth. Right. That's like crazy. on a whim. Wow. If he wants to reinvest, he reinvests and he loses net value. Right. If he wants to <laughs> make money, he just holds those earnings and his net value skyrockets. Yeah. So, but, but Amazon, it's look at look at look at what it's done for like pricing for us. Right for the because consumer. Here's the yeah. Here's the thing. So let's just say you don't use Amazon. There are people out there that don't right. use online sales services. But here's the thing: whether you personally use something like that or not, it has affected the brick and mortar store in your town because you may not be using them, but they're still competing with that online exactly. service. Exactly. So it 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 helps to regulate. It's one of those things. Like um, I can remember hearing this years ago. Um, they, I, I was in a class and they were talking about the English language and they said if we did not have a specific one specific thing in the United States, we would speak different languages on the East Coast and the West Coast. Oh yeah, and that is doubt. television. Yeah, it regulated it. Something like Amazon regulates the markets because it is everywhere. It it it's it's from, you know, Podunk, Little McCrary County, all the way to Los Angeles. And it doesn't matter where you're at, as long as you can access Amazon, that's competition for someone down the street. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, it's it's it's. And now let's wow. say let's say Tom Warner deems Amazon a threat. Yeah. So they just and they block really access could. to Amazon. They really could. Um, I mean, it's just it's there's things like that that can happen, and 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 you know you may say, well, I'm fine with paying <clears throat> extra or buying my internet piecemeal like a cable package lineup so here here's I, I just it's 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 like somebody else getting to decide what you're allowed to do like for example i got a friend of mine right and he has a relative who is having some he his relative is getting older and he's starting to have some mental issues and okay. maybe a little bit of dementia maybe I, you know i don't know but he he's gotten himself into trouble a few times with giving the wrong people this credit card information or what uh-huh, have you. Ah, yes. And so my friend is now looking at ways to help stop that. Okay. And basically, he needs to do what ISPs want to do. <clears throat> so he needs so to selectively... He needs to selectively... He needs to set up a router, set it up with a whitelist so that only these certain places are accessible right to prevent this guy from getting himself in trouble and it's for you know and in this particular instance yes it happens to be for this this person's own good because right. they they are getting themselves into trouble unintentionally and you know sometimes you have to watch out for for relatives for friends for family right but let now let's you know this is the best case example okay now let's just imagine that that okay He's your internet service provider, and he's just mad because you're spending money somewhere else. Yeah. So now he's just going to block all those sites that you're spending money on until you have no choice but to spend your money where they want you to spend your money. Pretty much. 
I mean, it, it pigeonholes people. Um, and, and if you think, if you're all about free market and all that stuff, there, this, there is no way this leads to an open and free market. No. Because what this does is this places restrictions. It places restrictions. Removing the restrictions of net neutrality is going to place restrictions on every single person that uses the internet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's one of those things where... This is this is one of those saying times. It, even saying it, okay, we're go, we're going to do away with the rules so that way everybody can do what they want. Yeah, but when you do that, the protections are also removed, and exactly. that's what this is. This is a protection, and this Net is one of those cases where the- simply put, this is what protects you on the internet and and lets you. Visit and go anywhere on... It's what opens the world to you. Um, This is a slippery slope. You know who doesn't have net neutrality? I'm thinking... China. I was going to say right the next words out of my mouth were going to be, this is a slippery slope to the same thing that is happening in China right now where they do not have access to what they want. The government controls. Now... Our government is probably not going to be the ones controlling this. It's going to be the internet service providers themselves. But it's the same situation. You have, um, you basically have someone else making the choices for you and deciding what content you can view or you can't view. Um, right. Great example of this. Um, I was listening to NPR. I want to say back in the summer, and. Um, w- there was a, a segment that they did on Tiananmen Square. And I think you and I had actually talked about Tiananmen Square in like, what, our first or second episode, right? That was the first episode, yeah. So um, if you go to China and you look up Tiananmen Square, you find nothing. They have blocked it. Mm-hmm. It's It's something that basically they've erased. They, like, as a Chinese you know, citizen in that country, you type in Tiananmen Square, it pulls up an image of Tiananmen Square and gives you its location. But historically, has nothing it has nothing to do with like it does not pull up, you know, the 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 protests that were going on there, the people that were killed. We don't know how many people died there because the the country has blocked that information. Right. So I mean that that's kind of what we're talking about here. Net neutrality allows us freedoms on the internet (laughs) and it's more than just just that like china controls google search results it controls the media what you can see it controls um right but i mean i'm saying like even if you go to google and search for something right that's what i'm saying the filters in china will filter out the results from google before they get to you exactly because they basically get to choose what you see and what you do not right now there is a country out there that that currently does not have any sort of laws on net neutrality, and here's the way the internet works. There, uh, it's Portugal. You can look it up online. Okay. Uh, for example, now you get a discount if you bundle. <clears throat> oh, okay. So for six ninety nine, six euro, six ninety nine euro, you can get a messaging package that will allow you access to Skype, Google Hangouts, Google Messenger. <clears throat> and a few other IM clients. Uh, and that's that. That's it. Yeah. For <laughs> four, for six ninety nine a month, 
you can get your social internet package. Okay. That allows you access to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, um, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and I have no idea what that is. Uh, For $6.99 a month, you can get your video package. Okay. YouTube, Netflix, Twitch, which I'm a big Twitch guy, uh, and and this must be a Portuguese streaming service because I don't know that icon. And I'm sorry, folks. I'm just looking at a website that just has pictures of the icons. Right. And I brand recognition for some things I, I'm not great on. For $6.99 a month, you can get your music streaming service. This is not included in the video. Uh, really? Yeah. So Google Play Music, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, and the other big one, TuneIn? Yeah. yeah. TuneIn. Vimeo? Is that on any of them? Vimeo would be video. But it's not listed on here, so maybe not. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, and that's what you never know. Like What what they're going to allow or not. Yeah. This only specifically says these four apps. Wow. So so there, I mean, right there, you're you're talking seven bucks or seven euro per package. You've already gone through four packages right there, right? So you're looking at 28 euro Mm -hmm. just to get uh, like what we would call a basic service package. Now, uh, wait, wait. There's one more big one that they specifically list here. For $4.99 a month, you can get your email and cloud package. That will allow you access to Gmail, Yahoo, I don't know that one. Google Drive. Live. OneDrive. No, it doesn't Outlook say. Outlook or anything like mm-hmm. that? Nope. Amazon uh, Cloud and uh, <laughs> I don't know what this other one is either. So again, I mean, it's not even that they can, it's not even that they're allowing you like access to like a internet category where basically no, just like... specific... Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, so like where your website says, oh, well, this is a an email server, so you get that. No, nope. it is specific websites that you can go to. Yep. That, see, that is insane. Yeah. Completely insane. And that's what we're moving toward. That's what... That's what Toothy Mc... Toothy McPie over there in, <laughs> in the FCC, in Ajit Pai... Uh, yeah, he's wanting to move us to a system where you got to pay piecemeal. And I, 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 I fully believe that like that, this package over here that includes Netflix uh-huh. would not include anything else in America. No, because again, like, um, we were talking earlier, Yeah, you have Netflix when they drop a, a very, very, very popular series. Right. They absolutely dominate. Yeah, they, they dominate. dominate. The that day. Yeah, like uh, I don't. I haven't seen any recent stats, but I know like when um, House of Cards season two right launched when it premiered when it opened whatever they call it that day, Netflix accounted for some, I think it was somewhere in excess of seventy percent of all internet traffic. Okay, so think about that for just a second. All internet traffic. When you say that phrase, we're talking... In America. uh, America. uh, That's that's what I'm saying. In America, we're talking about business dealings. We're talking about um, music. We're talking about um, Facebook, like social media. You're talking about communications. And then you have Netflix. And if it accounts for 70 plus percent... Oh my God! Yeah, that is unreal. Yeah, and and Netflix has already been battling for a decade quietly. 
Uh, I mean, a lot of people don't know this. Uh, probably 10 years ago or so, uh, they basically had to pay Time Warner and Comcast an extortion fee because they were Netflix, uh, those two companies were throttling Netflix. Right. So Netflix could only right. use a certain amount of bandwidth on their network. <clears throat> and, uh, I, I mean, unless you're in the crowd and in the know and really following this stuff, like you may remember like, God, yeah, Netflix used to buffer a lot or like the video was it real was, pixelated. Yeah. It was slow or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. because your internet service provider was throttling their bandwidth. They were limiting how See, much bandwidth they were allowed to use until, and then they said, and then they said, you know, Netflix's subscriber base started dropping because customers weren't satisfied with the video quality. Right. And what can they do? I mean, the only thing they can do is contact those people that are throttling them and say, okay, what's going on and how do we oh, fix knew, this? They, no, they knew what they, was going on. Yeah, but I mean, but, effectively, that's what they have to do, though. Yeah. How, and how do we fix this? Yeah. And, and Tomcast says... Give me the green. Yep. Yeah. You want you want the uh, you, you want the bandwidth. We want something in return. Yeah. Even yeah. So and that's exactly what's going on. That's why it's important for net neutrality to exist. It's a weird name. It's a bad name for it. I don't know. I don't know a better way. But net neutrality is just an odd name, and people don't understand what that means. And and basically, from my trying to throw it out there, it just means that whatever is out there on on the cloud in the web on a server somewhere far, far away. Nobody in, a, in this country right now, we're not China yet, but nobody is allowed to stop you from getting that data Yeah, to your home. Yeah, and they, yeah, you're, you're right. Everything is treated equally. Mm -hmm. It's all bits are equal. Yep. The companies have to remain neutral. And that's that's where we're at. That's where we need to stay. And just so you know, Ajit Pai, our current FCC chair, the guy that's trying to get rid of this, mm -hmm. is a former Verizon employee. And Verizon is like the third largest internet service provider in the country. So right. if that gives you any idea where his motivations come from. Kind of makes me wonder. I, I, I'm not. A, he's he's trying to pay back the people that paid to get him in office. Pretty much. Pretty much. Just like every politician, yep. even though he's not in an elected position. Yeah. So what can we do? How do we go about um, contacting whoever, the okay. FCC or, you know, what, what do we do to make sure that net, net neutrality stays in place and the okay. laws that are on the book stay in place? Because it, here's the thing. Um in 2015, there were a lot of people that got together because this was, it, it was kind of one of those things where they, it was kind of, it, it was challenged at that point. Um, well, so in 2015, what happened was the FCC finally declared that the internet itself, the, the service of providing internet to people in their homes was a utility. Right. Not, not a data service but a utility, just like your electricity, just like your water, just like your sewage, like all of those are classed as utilities. Uh, and that's what the FCC did in 2015. They right. classed this as a utility and to the, prevent. Yeah. These, these activists, basically they, they pressured the FCC, mm -hmm. um, they, and to adopt the historic net neutrality, like rules that had been keeping the internet free and open the way it is now. Um, and allow you people to share access information of their choosing Without interference, that was the big thing. Without interference, um, and by 
classifying it as a utility, they basically are doing the same thing that, say, the uh, the uh, you know the power company or the uh, water company or something like that. The the services that are coming into your house are just raw services, right? And they're not allowed to interfere in between, right? And now, unfortunately, there's nothing as as a as the public that we can do directly. Uh, the FCC is an independent appointed council. Um, they're Execu- not elected. Yep. It's an executive it's, branch appointed position. Yeah. So unfortunately, there's nothing we can do directly. Now, those people in the FCC have to be appointed by someone. And that's where we have sway. You can contact your local senator, your, your local, your federal, your state senator who represents you in Washington, D.C. Yes. You can contact your congressman in the House of Representatives. You can email them. You can call them. Phone calls actually work better because they have to receive the phone call and log every call. And the call is will be able to be 100% verified that you are a real person. Right. That's the problem that everybody's having now is they're just anything that anything that they, and I'm just going to throw that term loosely out there, don't want to believe or goes against their opinion is mm-hmm. fake news. Right. This is fake people. These are fake. Well, if Basically, I'm calling them on the phone, they've got a caller ID, they've got my phone number, and they've got my voice. And you're not a robo-dollar. And I am not a robo-dollar. <laughs> I'm a real person with a real opinion. And you have, and they, and it is their job. They and are. It is their duty. They, to, they have to listen. As, as your yep. elected official, their job is listen to the concerns of my constituents and bring those forth as we see fit, now pretty you, much. Now, now, now the, they don't necessarily, well, they're not going to bring everything to the Senate floor or to the House, but if there if are enough, enough people, people call, if yes. they hear, if they hear it enough, then, then generally they will listen. And you may be thinking that you, it doesn't matter, but it does. In 2015, if we didn't have push, those people, these people, us, we, the, the citizens of this country, pushed Tom Wheeler, who was a former uh, Tom Warner or Comcast bigwig. I can't remember. He worked for one of the big cable companies before he was the FCC chair in 2015. But everybody thought he was going to be Ajit Pai. They thought he was going to be the worst thing to happen to the internet ever. And he started out that way. The pu- He received enough pushback from us, from the people, that he Change backed his down <laughs> and not only backed down, He's completely switched to the other side and put these rules in place. See, that's that's what we And mean. that's the power that we have if we work together. Right. Right. A house so, divided will stay divided. I'm going to put links. when we start putting ourselves together and, and, and our voices are un- unanimous and, and it's, it's loud enough, we can change things. We can. And the way we're going to do that is we're going to contact our senators. We're going to contact... The, the members of the, our congressmen in the House of Representatives. Yep. We're going to contact these people that can change and, and get the FCC listening to the constituents. Right. And you said you were going to post? I'm going to, when, when we post the show up on Facebook, I'm going to have links where you can go and look up 
wherever you are out there in the United States, uh, we've got a few listeners, actually, believe it or not, overseas. Yeah, like Canada, I've seen. In Canada, the Netherlands. Yeah. So, hey, I'm blown away. <laughs> uh, thank you, guys. But we're, I want to put links up so that you, there's a website. It's, it's a government website. You can look up your state. It'll give you the direct line phone call to your representative for us. It happens to be Rand Paul and uh, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Yeah. And I don't, I, sadly, as a horrible Hal, citizen as Hal I Rogers. am. Hal Rogers. Hal Rogers. Hal Rogers is still us. Yeah he's, okay. us. yeah, he's us here local. Hal Rogers is our local district House of Representatives guy, uh, our congressman. Uh, but you can look all those up online and you can call these people and you can let them know that this is important. Right. That we need to not change these rules. Net neutrality needs to exist. And hopefully, if you didn't believe that before, we've convinced you. I don't know what else I can say, but I'm, feel, I'm very strongly opinionated on this matter. Well, I mean, this um, is something that is that that affects everyone. Everyone. It's not. It's not like we're just saying this because hey. You know, we've got a strong opinion about this because it's going to affect affect us and our little podcast or even the things that we do. Like, you know, I mean, I, I'm a teacher. I use the Internet a lot in my classroom. Right. Um, you know, it's not even stuff like that. It is it is literally something that that will reach every facet of our lives because we are so interconnected now. Technology is everywhere. Right. So, I mean, you know, make the call. It takes five minutes. Please, and five, you know, out. five minutes of of your time can possibly ensure us, you know, that an that, open and free internet, an open and free internet. Yeah, yeah. So forward slash rant, forward slash rant. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to something a little more open, a little more a lighthearted, little, yes, a little less serious. <laughs> uh, Thank you for bearing with us. If you have, if you're skipping to this point, hi, welcome to Two Minds Podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Should we start over? Mr. Clay Houtwell, how are you doing tonight? No, I'm, kidding. I'm, I'm doing kidding. great, I'm Mr. Kidding. Ham. How are you? I'm, I'm kidding. Um, um, yeah, so I thought tonight, since we, we just finished with Turkey Day, um, and... We now have Black Friday behind us and Cyber Monday behind us and all of that. We are knee-deep at the moment in the Christmas season. and If not they, the spirit. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, since you were just talking about Turkey Day, let me say thank you for inviting me to spend the day with hey, your family. Absolutely. It was sir. an honor. No, I, I appreciate I, it. You are family, so we love having you over. Um, I hope you enjoyed. You know, the, I did. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah, Good deal. Um, so I wanted to kind of take, uh, take a little bit of time tonight just to, to talk about some of the, the, uh, the things that we've done over the years, the movies, <laughs> it's the Christmas movies. It's one of those things where every year there are certain films that come on or come out even like new ones that have, that have come out that become a part of of our culture. They have become such, I, I don't, I don't want to say like iconic parts of touchstones. Yeah, they, they are, they are like, it's not the Christmas season without certain things. Right. 
And for, I wanted, for certain people. Yeah, I wanted to touch base on a couple of those tonight. I don't want to get into like a whole bunch of them, but just, you know, maybe to, a top two or three. What you think is the, you know, your favorites or, um, you know, the ones that you just look forward to simply, and they don't necessarily have to be so much Christmas, Christmas films, but just things that always this time of year, you're like, okay, this is what I do. This is what I enjoy. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Now, first off, Anybody that knows me is going to know I'm kind of a ball humbug type guy. I don't really get into the holiday spirit. It so you're does saying not your favorite me. is Scrooge, right? <laughs> no, Scrooged. It's Scrooge. Is actually with Bill Murray. Decent, with Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a pretty good film. Uh, I enjoy that one. Um, I, I would, I don't go for the big typical holiday films. Right. The Miracle on 34th Street, The Wonderful Life, The right. Christmas Story. Those I'm not too big on. I don't. Because you, in real life, things don't work out. No, no, not always. So it it just kind of irritates me that everything always works out in these films. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, my personal and uh, our friends over at uh, Brothers Quarrel Podcast, yes, Jake and Bob, uh-huh. just had a their last episode. They had a big argument about whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Oh my goodness! So they had so a big what, blowout. Well, about so it. what did the what, okay? <laughs> Without necessarily giving away anything in their podcast, um, mm-hmm. was it a good, valid argument that both sides made? Um, a little bit of it got more into semantics than a good <laughs> argument. I mean, just to be fair, just to True. be fair, uh, it was more about like the specific way things were done, you know, whatever. Than like you know, if you were in debate team, that would not, it wouldn't be allowed. Okay, it would, okay. It would you know, okay. it would be frivolous. But anyways. <laughs> It is a good. I, I enjoy that film, and and because, I enjoy it, and yeah. I consider it a Christmas movie. I, I it's not one too. of my all time. It's not like one of my favorites or anything, but I think it's a Christmas. I film. don't want to say that it's a favorite Christmas movie, but it is one of my favorite movies. I yeah, love Die yeah, Hard. But I, I love the character. But I do consider it a Christmas film. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's it's not one of my favorite <laughs> Christmas films. Anyway, my personal favorite also happens to be what uh, is not typically what people would think of as a Christmas film. Uh, it's a film, unfortunately now given hindsight of recent events, uh, one of the main stars is Kevin Spacey, you know? So yeah, I, not yeah. that I condone his behavior, but I can still appreciate his work. Absolutely. And his, so because, shame on you. If what, is, if the allegations are true, Mr. Spacey, shame on you, but you're still a hell of an actor, but you're still a hell of an actor. So <laughs> just throw that out there. It also stars Dennis Leary. The film is called The Ref. Okay. I've, that um, is not a film that I've seen. It's one of those that I see, and like the cover of it is like, I think it's an iconic, like the picture that they use yeah. for that is awesome. But I've never seen the film. I should. <laughs> so, so the basic rundown of it is Dennis Leary plays a jewel thief. Okay. A cat burglar. Uh, he breaks into a house. He gets this Mickey Mouse security system, as he calls it, that <laughs> his uh, getaway driver takes off and leaves him. And he gets out of the house, but then he's stuck. And he's in this ritzy neighborhood that's all segregated and like on a... Like you're get- talking like like fin- like uh, walls between the houses and... No, no, no. Like the, like the neighborhood. It's like a gated community. Okay. But I think they're actually like on an island or something. Huh. So it's like you have to, there's only like a bridge out is the only way to get back off the, anyway. Okay. He he winds up getting stuck with Kevin Spacey and his family. 
and it's one of the most dysfunctional families you've ever met. Uh, <laughs> it's just, and then all kinds of crazy hilarity and who's really the bad guy here kind of stuff happens. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's fun. And, and, and the whole thing takes place on Christmas Eve. Okay. So okay. like it's, it, you know, the family is, the extended family is coming over and Dennis Leary's stuck here and they're having to explain why this weird guy is in their house and they come up with all these crazy stories and it's just, and then this drama and the tension between the family itself finally comes to a head after years and years and years of dysfunction. <laughs> uh, and it's just, and, and, Leary and Dennis, probably Leary is, Dennis Leary, I was going to say, and he's probably the one that's having to sort through all of this and deal with these people as well as deal with the fact that he's a burglar trying to get away. And right. And he's taken he's taken the, the core member hostage, basically. Right. So yeah, it's just it's it's I think it's funny. It's it's not your typical Christmas thing. Uh it's got an alcoholic Santa. It's got you know. Uh but yeah, it I don't know. I like it. It's it's one of my favorite it's, it is probably my favorite Christmas movie. I've got it on DVD. I watch it every year at Christmas time. That's pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> nobody else seems to like it. Like even the, even my friends that have seen it don't really care for it. <laughs> but I the love it. The thing is, so. I, I like I like Spacey as like you say. I like his work. Um, he's he's done some amazing things on film. Um, and Leary is he's one of those that I can take in doses. So I I would like to see it. I'll 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 try to watch that sometime, just simply so I can say yes. I either like that or well, I'm be like, ready dude, to watch it. Soon. Dude, what in the world are you talking? About? I'm getting ready to watch it soon. So if you want to join me, I'll let you know. You let I'll me bring know. it over your house or something. Or you that come over sounds here or whatever. Awesome, 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 awesome. So my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one that goes back years, um, and I remember going and seeing it in the theater when it came out. And um, it was around this time of year, whenever it was released. Um, it was, um, it's one that has become like synonymous with Christmas. It is like an iconic film for Christmas. And it is Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo. Um, it has. Like, Shitter's Clog. Yeah. I mean, dude, Randy this Quaid. family. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Um, yeah, dude, it is that is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a good one. Now that one's uh that's National Lampoon, right? It's National Lampoon yeah, that yeah, did it. Like it. Um the film came out in I want to say ninety uh or I'm sorry, eighty nine. Um okay. the, it's the Griswold family from European vacation and just vacation, you know, Wally World and the uh, yeah. And you got Clark Griswold and um and Helen and Rusty and Audrey. This is right. the, this is the core family. Yep. And they decide in this film to stay home for Christmas. You've seen it. I think yeah. everyone out there so, has seen it. I like this film and and it one of my favorite scenes from it is you like brought it to my attention. Like I'd seen the movie a hundred times, but you brought it to my attention. The whole little spiel that he does about his boss. Oh my We're like, I God. want him right here so I can tell him blah 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 yeah. He um, That is great. Yeah, I mean so the whole thing that that happens there um 
is that the the through the entire film, Clark is 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 trying his best to figure out um, a way to pay for this big gift that he is getting um, that he's getting for the kids for like um, Audrey and, and and Russ and 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 Helen. And he's like, what he's done is he has placed a check. He's written a check and put on hold a swimming pool being um, installed in the backyard, and. The whole time, the, the he doesn't have money in the bank for it to clear. So what he does is he writes this check and he's waiting for his um, his bonus check to come in. Yeah, his bonus from yeah. work. So when it finally does come in, it is the jelly of the month club, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you know, good old cousin Eddie. He he tells him Clark, it's it's the gift that keeps on giving all year long. Yeah. But in doing so. Um, he has this this rant that he does. Do you have it? I've got, I've got You've it. You've got right to pull it up. Go, right go for it. So, so they ask him what he wants for Christmas, and he go, he says, "I want my boss right here. I want to look him straight in the eye and tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, far flushing, snake licking, dirt eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood sucking, dog kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat ass, bug eyed, stiff legged, spotty lip, worm headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol?" <laughs> Dude, I could listen to that over and over and over. It is so funny. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. And yeah, I mean, it's just that it's it's that pinnacle. It's that point where he's like, "I've had it. I'm yep. done." Because everything that can go wrong with Christmas goes wrong in this film. From <laughs> so bad. from the twinkle lights, not twinkling, Clark, to. to Cousin Eddie showing up out of nowhere with, with RV. an RV sitting in his par- his his driveway, to him flying down the hill because he used the oh, the, the experimental the grease, experimental yeah. grease from work to get his sled to go faster, to uh, snots the dog drinking all the water out of the tree, to I mean it's the just cat the setting cat the tree on fire, <laughs> getting electrocuted under the chair, the turkey just going. <laughs> the, <laughs> And just popping open to, um, you know, um, was it was not it wasn't Aunt Edna. It was um, oh, who were the the old the old folks? And she was like, Clark, is yeah. your house on fire? Yeah, you know, I don't I, I, yeah. And you're still in the Navy, Clark. You know, and 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 the squirrel in the Christmas tree. Yep. <laughs> Guys, I'm telling you, if you haven't seen Christmas Vacation, find it. Watch oh, yeah. it. It'll be it is hilarious. It'll be playing on TV. It'll be playing soon, on sure. yeah, somewhere it'll be playing. This is the way we always, always um spend the afternoon on Christmas Day. We always have the big meal. We all have you know, set around, we have a good time, possibly open gifts if we haven't done that, you know, on Christmas Eve. And then we finish the day off with Christmas vacation because honest to God. <laughs> My family is the Griswold family. <laughs> we can identify with everybody on that film. So w- that's what we do. We, we, we spend time with our family, the Griswolds. <laughs> nice. And that, and that is a great film. And like most of, the, most of those uh, vacation movies are really good. They are. I, yeah. I wasn't a big fan of the Vegas vacation one. Um, I, I, it yeah, wasn't all that great. They actors for that one, didn't they? I mean, other than Quaid they, and Chase? Wouldn't like the the son D'Angelo was the still there. I think the, the son and the, the daughter changes a little bit throughout a couple of the films. Um, 
something that you know after years and years and years of watching this film that I did, it just one of those things where I really didn't even think about it but the son in um that that is played his, his name is is um, his name is Johnny Galecki do you know who Johnny Galecki is yeah he's the dude well he's in one of them yeah he's yeah he's rusty in christmas vacation okay yeah galecki is the guy that's in um he the was show in, with Sheldon. Yeah, he was in Roseanne first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he he's was, now, you know, Leonard in in Big Bang. Leonard, yeah, yeah. that's his name. So, I, I, I mean, it's one of those things where after watching the film for years and years and years, like it came on one day and I was like, holy crap, that's Leonard. Yeah, and the <laughs> the first guy that played Rusty is, uh, wasn't he the nerdy redheaded kid from like all the John Hughes films? He was, yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Juliette Lewis is in... Christmas Vacation. She is the one that plays. She plays Audrey. Um, the kids change, but okay. typically, the, you know, you got Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo that are always Clark and and Helen. But oh, okay, I didn't. Yeah, I thought they all changed except for Clark. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So yeah, I love those films though. I, yeah. I could. I mean, the other day it's been a couple of three weeks ago. Vacation was on. Like I saw it. Like going through the channel, saw it, and I was like, oh yeah, that's. We, we I got to watch that, and it was right about the point where um, where they had got Aunt Edna, and uh, like now is that the one where they like drag her behind the car? Not not or, her, her dog. It was her dog, behind, yeah, okay. and she dies in the back seat on him, and they have to strap her to the roof. That the roof, okay, <laughs> that's what they do with Aunt Edna. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Ah, so good films. I mean, like I said, I'm not much of the Christmas kind of stuff. The ref is about the only quote-unquote Christmas movie I watch. Right. I, I will say, like I said, I, I really have a, a distaste for a lot of those classic Christmas movies. Uh, the the one that really gets under my skin the most is The Christmas Story. It's just <laughs> I, the blasphemy to some, I know. But the, just the way... Just, just, just the, the whole thing, it just annoys me. Like the entire film just annoys the shit out of me. It did that to me for a long time, and then I sat down and watched it. I've sat down and watched it, but it's it's and it's not. It doesn't get any better. It, well, I, I like weird things anyway, though. So I mean, I'm one of those people that like the the films that I really, really, really enjoy. Like my top ten list are strange. And I wouldn't say this is necessarily on my top 10 list, that it's one of those that's on my top 10 list, but it's definitely on my like top three or four Christmas. I what, love it. Christmas Story? Yes. I love you Christmas Story. You put your story. eye out, kid. Yeah, you can put your eye out. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out. It's the. It's just that, I don't know, it's that I mean, okay, northern... The, the, the dad uh-huh. is just so unbelievably far-fetched. Right, the, the basically little, like the old man. Yeah, he's he's basically he is a all of these characters though are just caricatures of what should be um like I don't know just these Christmas characters that we've seen in films and it's specifically made to be that way. But it's just I don't know. It just annoys me. It just gets <laughs> under my skin. I don't feel sympathetic for Ralphie at all. No, no, I don't. I don't like just. None of it. I don't want any part to do with any of it. I don't like it. I don't think it's funny. I know. I mean, there's parts that are funny. Right. But I don't think the movie is funny. I just, it's just tiring. <laughs> it's an exhausting movie to watch. It, yes, it really is. 
and I think it's one of those things. Uh, there, there's other films that I feel this way about. It's just where everything goes wrong. Right. Like, like I know I said, I don't like the ones where things work out, but it also just really annoys me when there's ev- literally everything goes wrong and nothing gets fixed. Yeah. Like there is no resolution. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's just, it's just, but I see, I think it's the reality of that time of season or, you know, that season, that, that holiday and all of those things that can go wrong that I like about it. Um, again, I, I, I don't necessarily would say that I, I can, um, relate to a lot of the characters, but, but I can remember being kind of that kid, the one that got, um, the, the terrible gift from someone in your family, the, like the, the, the bunny suit that he, and I didn't get a bunny suit, but I can remember getting some terrible things from family and, the, and mom and dad being like, you're going to wear that because when we go and see blah, 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 you're going to be wearing what they got you for Christmas. And I'm like going, Oh dear God, yeah. just shoot me. Yeah. Um, I get you. I get you. I guess I can see that. Um, I can remember. And, and I remember, you know, I mean, there was like the, the part where the dogs come in and they eat the Turkey, they knock the table over and they get the Turkey and they have to go to the Chinese restaurant and it's fa ra 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 you know, cause they don't say, no, it's not a ra ra ra. It's a la la la. I, I can just see some people doing that stuff. Um, yeah, but only, <laughs> only, only in a movie. Only in a movie. Yes. Like I can never see a real family. Do- I mean, there are real families. Like, but but I mean, I can see someone having to do that because it's the only thing that's open well, on and, Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Well, and like, not to be stereotypical, but from my understanding, a lot of Jewish families go to Chinese restaurants on Christmas. Because it's open, right? Well, and you, they, they're they Jewish. Right. They're not Christian, <laughs> so they don't celebrate Christmas. So, True. And, yeah, and the, so it's it, like for them, the Christmas tradition is to get dinner at a Chinese restaurant. Uh, right. <laughs> so let me, but, let me throw out another Christmas film. Okay. All right. All right. Let me let me let, let, let's have our own little debate. Is this a Christmas film? Okay, Gremlins. I think so. I think it is. Okay. I mean, okay. So here's the thing. Um, Gizmo is purchased as, as, a, a, Christmas as a Christmas gift. gift. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it, it mistakenly, not mistakenly, but I guess secretly as a, as a Christmas gift, and the entire movie takes place. Right around right. Christmas, yeah. and the 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 girl's story. You, oh, I remember about, about her dad getting stuck in the <laughs> chimney and dying as, as Santa. Yeah. They had found him after they lit a fire or something, and it stunk or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, the the old lady that has the the snowman head that she brings in to the uh, the bank even. Because she's like, and she's mad because the dog has done something, and and the, the snowman got broken, and it, yeah, I feel like it is a Christmas movie. Do yeah. you? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I there's, it doesn't take much to be a Christmas movie in my book, right? Like, and the argument that that they were having over the brothers' quarrel was that Die Hard wasn't a Christmas movie. One side was, of, one, was and wasn't. One, one side of the argument was that it was not a Christmas movie because it could have happened like 
at any time. Like if, if there was any reason for an office party at Nakatomi Plaza. It could have been on the 4th of July, not right. necessarily. That was one side of the argument. Right. And I, I can see that side of that argument, but specifically it was written as a Christmas party. Exactly. And placed at that time of year. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if, if you're going to go down that argument, you could say that A Miracle on 34th Street doesn't necessarily a Christmas movie. Because it could have happened Because there Easter. could have been there could have been a guy dressed up as Santa Claus any time of year. Right. I right. mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like, where do you draw the line? <laughs> so for me, if the film, if the, I mean, okay, there's films that take place at Christmas that aren't Christmas movies. True. But if it's... If it's, theme, if it's yeah, if it's a theme, and there's man. like a lot about that holiday in the film, then I'm going to give it the Christmas film, like right. like Gremlins. Yes, it's set at Christmas. The Mogwai was purchased as a Christmas present. The yep. Yep, yep, there's yep. the stories about the snowman, the dad. The, it's like there's a lot of recurring Christmas themes, right? And in Die Hard, you know, there's the the he chauffeur has, guys wearing the Santa hat. Yeah, the, I mean, he's got the big giant teddy bear that was a gift for the kids. Yeah. Sitting in the in the limo yeah. with him. Yeah. Um, so there's like a lot of different stuff that keeps popping up. Right. So I, I give it the Christmas thing. Uh even even like uh, Rickman's quote, it's Christmas. Have you know, he's he specifically talks about or uh, believe in miracles or something like that right. whenever they were trying to get into the safe, you know. Yeah. Um so yeah. Um, I think it would be. I, I can see where it would be a Christmas film for sure. I, I, I'm I'm one of those that say Die Hard probably would be a Christmas right, film. Right. And and another one that I am fond of is Scrooged. Yeah. Scrooge. I don't is watch good. it very often. No, but if it's on, but if it's on, I'll watch it, and right. I, and it makes me laugh, and I enjoy it, and it's not like most Christmas films. I think I love. Um, oh God, was it? Is it Carol Kane? Yeah. The, is is it the Christmas present? The one that just like beats the living dog oh, shit yeah. out of Bill Murray all <laughs> <Yes>. the time. <laughs> yep. Is that Carol yep. King? I think it I is. I think it is. Yep. Yep. I love that. So you said, you know, a Christmas story is like one that you don't necessarily enjoy. Right. Um, is there one that you just really just are, are like, oh yeah, I'm not going to watch that ever. Uh, that That's not one that I like, period. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I I will actively not watch a Christmas story at this okay. point. I mean, I've seen it numerous times, but at this point, I will just straight up like if everyone else is intent on watching it, I'll just go somewhere else. <laughs> I'll leave the room, whatever. I'm not going to watch the movie again. Right. Um there are some that I have not seen, but not out of like active avoidance. Uh like for example, I have never seen It's a Wonderful Life. With yeah, With, okay. Yeah. Old Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Like, I, it's not that I've... It's not that you wouldn't watch it. You just haven't seen it. Yeah. It's it's never... Like, it. I want, if I'm going to watch that... You know, it's a classic. Right. right? Yeah. So if I'm going to watch it, I want to watch the entire thing. Okay. And it just seems like anytime I ever catch it, it's already like half over. I can understand that. And yeah. I can see I that. I mean, I know like the whole thing at the beginning, it starts off with his... You know, he's having a shitty day and everything's going wrong and he feels worthless and the angel shows up. I mean, I kind of know what happens, right? but I've just, if, if I want to watch it all. And, and I'm especially after, I don't know if you've ever, have you ever seen Harvey? I love Harvey. You, you and I watched Harvey. Yeah. You, you introduced that one to me. So I was never big on Jimmy Stewart. Right. Until I saw that film. <laughs> 
And then I was like, holy shit, this guy is a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Harvey was really good. And <laughs> if you haven't seen Harvey, you have to watch it at least twice. Watch it once for the surprise. Watch it the second time to look at all the nuance of the actors that you missed the first time. <laughs> but yeah, because the reveal at the end yeah. will change your perspective yeah. of the film. And, and when you go back and watch the film the second time, you go, oh my God. You will see so many things yes. that you missed the first time through. Yep. And uh, But anyway, so I, but I wasn't a fan of Jamie Stewart. Until then. Because I don't really like the way he talks. Yeah. That, that stuttery, stammery. Well, you know, we got to do. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, uh, well, well, yeah. well, now let me see here. Yeah. I'm a horrible Jimmy Stewart impression. I'm sorry, but I just, I'm not a fan of it. I, I don't like the way Jeff Goldblum speaks. It's just something about that. But right. I watched Harvey and I was like, oh my God, okay, this is good. So if I want to watch A Wonderful Life, I want to watch it start to finish. Right. I want to give the performance the chance to develop. If he can, if he can do, because I know that Wonderful Life is another transformative, transformative role where the guy starts in one place and ends in another place. Absolutely. And if he can do something in that, like what he does in Harvey, then it's worth the watch. It'll be worth the watch the whole way through. Yes. Uh, But I don't own it, and I've never like looked it up on Netflix or anything. So, but I would like to see that one. Yeah. So the one that I just actively, and I mean, we're talking actively will not watch, I will not do it again, Mm -hmm. is Bad Santa. And I love Billy Bob Thornton. I think he is an amazing actor. He is phenomenal. Um, Some of the roles that he's played, Tin Cup was, or not Tin Cup, Pushing Tin. Pushing Tin? Pushing Tin. Awesome film. Monsters Ball. Loved it. Monsters Ball. Great. Sling Blade. You know. Yeah. Love him as an actor. Will never, ever waste my time with that movie again. It was terrible. That bad, huh? Terrible. Wow. Okay. Um. I mean, he stays, and the character is supposed to, drunk and bitter through the entire film. And I'm like, you know what? I just don't need that. Right. I, so, yeah, I will not watch that one again. That's the one where I just draw the line. So, hmm. but yeah, I yeah. just don't, there's it, not, not well, even anything I can say of the, of the, of the well, film. Uh, isn't, no isn't it, isn't the, like the whole thing of the film is you're not supposed to feel sympathy for him. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not, <laughs> like and they did a well, like, a good job of that. I like guess. the whole point of the film is you're supposed to not like this guy. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, basically, I guess. Doesn't he like rob malls and shit? Yeah, he's he does he's terrible. He's does he does all kinds of terrible stuff. Well, I mean, like the the main story of the film is he's getting ready to rob the mall or something, right? And that's how he and that's how he gets in was by playing Santa, right? In the yeah, in the, yeah. okay, uh, not good. So yeah, Ugh, not a good movie. Beavers and Ducks. Now, <laughs> bandits, you know, him and and, and Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh my God, that's what I'm saying. In other things. He's phenomenal, and he probably realistically in Bad Santa, it's it's probably one of his best roles simply because he is he is that character. But that's right. kind of the way he is in most of his things, yeah. uh, that most of his roles. But uh, just not one that I enjoyed. So, well, I gotta say, a lot of people uh, they'll say something's bad because they don't like it because it, like, okay, Gone Girl. I'll just go way off topic and left field for a minute because you're talking about you don't like this film because right. Billy Bob is such a terrible person in the film. Right. His character. 
His is character a is, a, is a terrible person in the film, yeah. So, like, I listened to the book Gone Girl. Okay. And they adapted it for film. Ben Affleck was played the, the male lead. I don't know who the female lead was. But uh, in the book, <clears throat> like, I hated it. I hated it. Oh, it was terrible. The book was amazing. But I hated the, the characters in the book. Uh, but they were written to be hated, right? Yeah. But that's what I thought. But, you know, maybe a similar situation. That's why I was asking. Because to me, even though, I mean, if it was just a terrible movie, it was just a terrible movie. But if it was a terrible movie because you hated Billy Bob Thornton. Then it's a great movie. Because <clears throat> he maybe, did such a good Then maybe good he did what he was, you know. I'm sure. I don't know. Just but, one of those things that were with that film. I just feel like it was a. It was. It was. And it may have been that he played that character so well that he was so unlikable that right. it was. Go, it was good in a bad way, or it was bad in a good way. Yeah. So I don't know. I just. It's one I, of those where I'm like, no. That's the way again. I was about Gone Girl. I, like I'll, I'll never put myself through that again. Yeah. But because I was like. I would find myself like gritting my teeth and clenching my fists, driving the car, listening to this book because I was so <laughs> infuriated. Uh, so, I mean, you know, physically, I don't want to put myself through that again, but it was so good that it brought that, you know, it was written so well that it brought that strong emotion out. Here's what, here's, here's, here's another one of the, a good example. For, and the, the only example that I can think of, just quickly off the top of my head, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, Joffrey. I hate that, that character. That poor guy. He, he's ruined. He will never, ever, ever, ever work in Hollywood again without being Joffrey from Game or, of Thrones. Or at least a villain. A villain. He, but he I think is, he's given up acting. I, I thought he went back to school. He's finishing up his degree, and oh, then okay, he's, okay. he's supposed to be coming back. But, but by he, all accounts, the actor, who, uh, t- horrible to me, I can't even remember his name, is one of the sweetest guys you'll ever meet. Yeah, from what I've heard, you meet him on the street, and he is one of the nicest people ever. Yeah. But he has been... And, well, see, now that's what I he, heard. He'll be typecast now, though, because he did so well with that character. Right. And you hate that character so much that, like, I think he is a is amazing, and I would love to choke the life out of him. Well, and just simply heard, because he is he is that character in my mind. Well, I've heard that that's I mean that's what I was thinking is like I heard somebody saying somewhere that that's that he quit acting because people on the street would just come up and like hate you're him. terrible. Yeah, you're fucking hate you. Yeah, I'm glad you're dead. And like, and he's you like, know. you know what? I'm done with that. Yeah, I tell you, I tell you, we perfect. Joffrey and Draco Malfoy get together and team up. Oh my god! Wouldn't that be like perfect? Oh my god! <laughs> Holy cow! Because <laughs> by all accounts, they're both super nice guys. They really are. They, they both in real life are just the super nice, really down to earth. But they're so hated by their fandoms. Yeah. That. Yeah. They should they, just team up. And they did such a good job with those characters. Yeah. They really, really yeah. made you hate them. Oh yeah. You know that that's something has to be said for that. Yeah, I mean it, it, it takes really does. talent. It really does <laughs> to be that so, disliked. Yeah, could, that team up would be amazing. <laughs> it would. <laughs> Can you put that much hate in one place without opening a rift to a, some other parallel universe? Well, I mean that's that's like that's like that's like the ultimate power hate duo. And like you know, like uh, what was the joke if? Uh, Taylor Swift and Adele would date for a while so they could break up. It would be the greatest musical like decade oh ever. Oh my god! Because you know? each one of them write a breakup yeah. album for yeah. their. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Oh my lord. So yeah, um, but yeah, I thought you know a couple of Christmas films to kind of kind of wrap things up tonight would be nice, and and uh, you know go look for them on Netflix while you still can. Exactly, absolutely. <laughs> and if you can't find them on Netflix, I'm sure like there'll be like stations that are playing these films. But I definitely use like the net well, while not you mine. still can. The ref won't be there. <laughs> true. No stations. True. True. I don't think any we'll stations see, play the. We'll ref probably see you know Die Hard. I. Guarantee you there will be 24 hours of a Christmas TBS story. TBS or TNT, one will be playing Die Hard and a Christmas. <laughs> one of them plays. T- TBS does TBS 24, 24 hours, 24 of, Christmas hours story, of a Christmas right? story. Yeah. Um, Christmas Vacation typically comes on um, you know, here and there, like CBS, NBC, whoever it is that, that has that one. And they'll play it like three or four times between now and Christmas. Um and then, of course, you have like the 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 classics, you know, the the Charlie Brown Christmas and the Rudolph and Frosty and all that stuff that'll come on as well. Um, the Island of Misfit Toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to traumatize my child this year by watching all of those. And... <laughs> Frosty's not bad. Frosty's not bad. Rudolph wasn't terrible. That minor, the whole the minor guys. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, with licking the trying to find silver. (laughs) Loved it, (sighs) loved it. Uh, My barber looks like that guy right now. (laughs) (laughs) He does. He's got this big old bushy beard. (laughs) You only had one thing you haven't got. Here's the thing, though. Even on on his Facebook page, like he has a picture of that character. Like, and he's like, I know I look like this. <laughs> Jesus. That's terrible. Oh, all right. So net neutrality, make sure that you are contacting your senator, your congressman. It's no joke, guys. Keep it around. You Tell that really, G-Pie that what he's trying to do ain't cool. Yeah. We've got to make sure that that stays out there. And from us to you, Merry Christmas. Enjoy some of the films. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah. Happy whatever day. So Yom Kippur is also in there. And, um, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. There's way too many religious holidays that happen this time of year. Whatever your celebrations, enjoy them. Yeah, burn a Yule log or something, yeah. <laughs> so. Enjoy the time away from work with your family or not if that's a bad place for you. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> Happy holidays. Happy New Year. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be back on here before then. But if this Bro. is the last thing that you hear before the holidays... Which before I the internet is, gets shut down. Yeah, then then happy holidays to all of you. Um, if you'd like to find us, we are on Facebook. Um, you can find us there, facebook.com forward slash Two Minds Podcast. Yeah, shoot us, drop us a message. Let us know what your favorite Christmas films are. Or hit us a shoot us a tweet on Twitter at Two Minds Podcast. Let us know. Hey, we love emails. Gmail is the the service that we use. Two Mind Podcast at Gmail And as always, if you want to find this or any of our previous episodes, you can go to our hosting site Two Minds That's Bean like the food. That's right, Bean, Bean, Bean. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so you really don't like. Bad Santa. I didn't like Bad Santa. But it's got more on Well, it may. I don't know about you, sir. <laughs> you know. No accounting for good taste, right? No, there's not. <laughs> Speaking of taste. Yeah. I'm, I'm